one, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go, Devils! What's up, everybody? We are the Uncle Puckers in our off-season episodes. It's Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony. What's up, boys? What's up? How's it going? It's going well. It's been a week. Uh, I know we haven't been on. Uh, last show was a week ago. We were still recovering uh, from our second-round loss to the Canes. So it was a week uh, of mourning, yeah. yeah. It was a week of mourning, but now we're all better. feeling better, right? We're Fresh over it. We're ready, looking forward to the uh, off season and for the twenty three, twenty four season, right? Ready to go. Yep, the black is oh. off. We're ready to move on with our lives. That's it. Without uh, the Devils, we have yeah, to without the Devils in the playoffs. But like you said, there's there's going to be increasing activity over the summer. A lot of great questions to be answered for the fans out there. I, I know I've got my questions. I can't see which way this team's. Gonna, I can't really know which way the team's gonna go, and it's exciting. Yeah, I like it is. what uh, I like what you said the other during the exit meetings that uh, love it. You know, he said, "Hey, you know, if you want to be here, prove it and sign the contract." And I thought that was yeah. really cool, man. And uh, yeah, you know. the, the article that you're speaking of, um, yeah, it was definitely uh, something from Jack that I wasn't really expecting, um, but yeah. he absolutely uh, was asked um, about. The Timo Meyer and um, Jesper Bratt and about them signing and coming here and Jack said quote I think I know they want to come back but at the same time you got to get it done Hughes said when asked about Bratt and Meyer and the pending and pending UFA Eric Halla who has been adamant about returning to New Jersey immediately and he says you can't just talk about wanting to be in New Jersey if you want to be in New Jersey you got to sign the deal those guys are obviously big parts of our team and we'd like to have them back basically Jack stepping up saying Shit or get off the pot. I don't want to fucking hear about you guys wanting to be here and all this stuff. Sign the fucking paper and let's get going. And if you don't sign it, then get the hell out of here and we'll find people that want to play here. I absolutely love love that Jack did that. And I'll tell you what, since the last show, I'll tell you, I don't think Eric Hall is leaving. I think Eric Hall is on this team next year. Him and Jack have a bond, and I was just hearing about this. You could see it. Um, they're always together. I saw some videos from a birthday party. These guys are always hanging out. Like, uh, you know, I mean, I, and I know Hollow, he went into uh, he wanted to go see Fitzy, and I heard he said to him, let's, let's get this done. He's like, I want to play here. I don't want to play anywhere else. So I have a feeling. I know last time we were talking about who's staying, who's going, but I have a feeling we're going to see him back here next year. Eric Hollow was on our list of we all said we want to have him back, but we are open to, like, we need to, we know that it might not happen, but we would like to have him back. So that would be great. Yeah. Um, Bobby, what were you going to say? Well, first of all, in Hall, I believe that he is literally one of the guys that, you know, if a fair market value contract comes up, he's going to take it. I do not think he's going to chase the money, you know, chase that extra 500000 whatever it is. I do think he wants to be here. So I see that getting done. As far as Jack Hughes, I mean, I just love that. 
and it's a little too early to tell because he is a he's a, a superstar already, but he's a major superstar in the making, and with that obviously comes a lot of money. But I'm wondering if we already have the makings of a guy with the mindset of a Brodeur that was like, I'm going to take just a little less, or in some cases a lot less, to make sure we can have a team. You know, because the way he's saying that is, guys, you got to you know get together and we got to you got to make it work. You got to sign the contract so we can have a team. I'm not saying he's not going to you know go for the big money as net contract or whatever, probably be north of 10 million a year or whatever that is. But for the time being, uh, it's just wishful thinking on my part that he's got that kind of mindset because you do need that. You need that from some of superstar players who can get more money and say, hey, if I leave seven hundred fifty thousand here, a million there, that adds up to a sure. player or two that you get to fill out the roster. So. You go and look at the, uh, you know, this, this, this is the Tom Brady model. You know, I mean, that's it. I mean, New England would not have won all those Super Bowls if Tom Brady demanded market, you know, de- demanded to be paid the highest pay player, quarterback in the NFL year after year. They never would have been able to build the team out around him. And, you know, that's awesome. Jack, I mean, Eric Holla, he's an unrestricted free agent. He is getting a little bit up there. He's 31. He was 31 last year, so he'll be 32. Uh, but he's, I mean, the Devils are going to be flush with cap money. Um, uh, they're going to have a lot of it. And he's only made 2.375 last year right. only. But, you know, uh, so even if you bump the guy up two and a half million or something, you know, give him a, a couple of years, you know, three million. It's nothing that would kill the Devils as far as salary cap goes. And he's a heck of a player. And if he wants to be back uh, and the contract money seems to probably work, I guess the only way he wouldn't be back is if somebody offered him a ridiculous above uh, market value contract or Tom Fitzgerald in this organization doesn't want him back. But I can't see those, either of those things happening. So, so yeah, yeah I'd like to have Brad Eric Holland. I mean, I think Jesper Bratt's leaving. I don't know. I'm getting all, I just feel like he's not even on the team anymore. It feels like almost. Well, he was mentioned in that article as well. Uh, and, you know, he had a couple of things to say. You know, he was basically, you know, I really want to be here and how excited he was. And we were so close, you know, uh, this year to get the contract done. And apparently he had said, uh, you know, let's wait until after the season to finish it, uh, whatever. But, again, I don't know if this is going to be a priority for Tom Fitzgerald to get him back. Um, now, if you do sign him, that's a great trade trip, trade chip to have. So... Which kind of brings up the next article that I wanted to discuss. And this one was, um, I think this was from NJ.com. And it's titled, Is Vitek Vanacek's Job Secure After Playoff Dud? So it goes on about, um, I'm not going to read all about it. It's Ryan Novozinski wrote this. Um, and it's essentially talking about how Vitek had a very good year, but essentially shit the bed in the playoffs, which was a knock that he had on him going in to this season, and it proved right. But when they were talking about who's available, the one name that popped up, Connor Yeah, Alba. exciting. Yep. So somebody's listening to this show. Um, yeah, Connor Halbach, who apparently, and, and Ryan Novoziski wrote in here, you know, he does have, like we said, he has a year left on his contract in um, Winnipeg. But he also said he has no interest in being part of a rebuild. He said it right off the bat. And there's no other way that Winnipeg is going to go other than rebuild. Um, right, the absolutely. The players that they have, yeah, they just, they're, it's not going anywhere. Uh, and he is the best player on that team. And if he doesn't want to be around for a rebuild, and you could maybe make a move with him, make a trade with Winnipeg, maybe you do sign Jesper Bratt and then send him off to Winnipeg. And maybe him and V get sent off to Winnipeg. 
and you get yourself a Connor Hallibuck. The only thing about Connor Hallibuck, and I'll ask mainly Dan on this because you're our goaltending guru. Mm. He is the you know I think going to be 31 this year. Does that worry you for a starting goaltender on the He's other 29 side? 29 right now. All right, so he'll be 30. Does that worry you? Okay. I mean, um, look at the time frame of this team, uh, where they're at. It would be ideal to have somebody maybe in their mid to late 20s. But, you know, remember, goaltenders develop late. You know, um, there was – Vanacek was looked at as a, a younger goalie and even at his age, you know. So um, Schmidt is very young. There's a gap there. I think he might be the future for this team. I have no problem taking somebody that you could get, you know, a good seven, eight, nine years out of. Uh, remember, some of the better goalies were stretching it out till close to 40. Uh, they tend to have later careers and, and slightly, you know, uh, end a little later too, uh, at least traditionally. Uh, it doesn't seem to favor the young out of the, you know, right out of the AHL kind of player. You just rarely see that. It, it happens, but not super often. So yeah, I have no problem other, with it. If... The other goalie that was mentioned was Soros from Nashville. Right. Right. Who is an exceptional goalie as well. Yes. And is playoff proven. I mean, he can definitely play in the playoffs. Out of those two guys, who would you guys rather have? Tone. Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably Connor, I think. I mean, you'd rather go with Halibut? Yeah, he's third with 37 wins last year. He was really impressive. I know the playoffs, he, you know, obviously was, they got day one, one game. Um, but yeah, I would go with Connor. And Bobby? I would definitely go with Connor too. I, I just I love his game, and as far as the age thing goes, kind of to what Dan was saying too. We're also a team that's right about there, ready to like truly compete, hopefully deep. Who knows what could have been if we had that kind of goaltending? Um, yeah, I would take him in a heartbeat. Dan, yeah, I, I agree with what was said there, and also I would say like maybe one thing that we did suffer from is uh, look, Vanacek is older than Schmidt, sure, but. Not by a lot, and he doesn't have the personality of being like the quiet quarterback. A good goaltender does have a, like a leader position. Now you, you usually don't put an A or a C on them, but they have that quiet, you know, quarterback kind of persona at, at the minimum. Um, you know, you, the stabilizing force. And so for you know, age I think plays into that a little bit, uh, as long as the guy is still performing, which Hellebuck is. So if anything, you know, I look at his age is not really a negative. Uh, considering the position, considering what we kind of lacked. You know, we didn't get that. Schmidt was great, and one of the best things you could say about him was, well, he was like calm beyond his year, years, you know, behind his beyond his years. But um, I think uh, being calm is great, but also having that leadership quality. You know, like Marty had it pretty young in his career, but especially saw it develop as time went on, that he was, you know, a quiet leader on the team, you know. So no. that would be nice. This season, Soros had um, 33 wins. Let me make sure I'm looking at the 20. This is the right season, 22-23. Okay, so Soros had, I just missed it here, 23 wins, I said? Right. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Where the frick are the rest of his numbers? I just had them. Okay. Uh, Goals, uh, let's see. His goals against average was 2.69, and his save percent was 0.919. And let's check out Connor Hollebuck. I could tell you his. He was 37 wins, 25 losses, and a 2.49. What was his goals against? 
And what was his uh, save percent? Uh, I don't have a save percent. Oh, okay. So his goals against was 2.49, so a little bit lower than Saros. They're both very good goalies. I would like Connor Hollebuck. And a lot of what you said, Dan, that reasoning is that he is a very vocal guy. He's a leader. Um, and that might be what this team and this young defense needs is a guy back there as cool as a cucumber that can direct traffic and make these huge saves. I think that this team's playoff run is completely different this year if you have a bona fide number one uh, between the pipes. Because the more I've been thinking about this and the way that it's been the last, I'll say, five, six, seven years in this league of these dueling goalies and stuff, I and I, I know, Dan, I know you hate it. And uh, right. I was always kind of, you know, just, eh, it is what it is. You know, it's how the league is. Now I've kind of, kind of gotten to the point that it is bullshit. It is bullshit because no matter what, you do need a competent backup. But no matter what, you need that number one. You need a guy yeah. who is who is considerably better than your backup because having two middle, mid, middling goaltenders does not make one good goaltender. So it's like yeah. you know to have Akira Schmid sitting behind Connor Hallbuck. We know Schmidt is good. We know he can play the game, and he did very well for us this year. But at the same time. I don't necessarily know if I would be sleeping easy knowing that he's our goaltender going into the 24 playoff season. Now, right. I think in a couple of years, maybe. But maybe you can lock up right. a guy like Saros or Halbuck for you know maybe a, a four- or five-year deal and see what you can do. And then in the ter- term, you have guys like Dawes and Schmidt that can back him up. And then you know our future is set as far as goaltending goes. But... I think right now everything is hitting on this team except the goaltending, and yeah. that the only I don't thing want to too be that fucking team every fucking postseason right. who just we suffers lose. because they right. got the goalie because problem. We don't have a goaltender. So go ahead, Dan. Yeah. What were you saying? Well, you know, Soros is I I find him interesting because he's like I think the smallest starting goalie in the NHL. He's five eleven. It's not a short guy, and it's taller than me. And you know, uh, the, the, today that's short. And, um, you know, I, I wonder if that figures in because he's proven. There's so many guys his height who never will get a chance anymore because they're never going to get a chance to prove themselves. He's proven. It doesn't bother me. That's not why I wouldn't want him at all. But it's something to think about because, um, like, marketability and this and that, like, teams won't look at a guy his size anymore. He's, like, one of the last to get in on that size. And I wonder how many under six-foot goalies we'll ever see in the future. It's just the way it's drafted. You notice they're getting bigger and bigger. That's for a reason. It's not like the bigger guys are necessarily better, but they are the ones moving up the ladder from really from high school up, but uh, you know, uh, definitely through the junior system. They're not even looking at guys under six foot. It's kind of interesting. Connor Hallbuck. Connor Hallbuck is six four. Yeah. uh, He actually turns uh, thirty on I think Saturday. So okay, he'll be uh, he'll be thirty for the full full year next year. I would love to get a guy like that. I mean, that's what this yeah. team needs. And I know we we are all of like mind with, you know, having a homegrown guy, somebody we draft, but if they're just not ready and the team is popping now, you have to fill that gap. And it's something that I think Tom Fitzgerald has to take very seriously. And I think with a team like Winnipeg, which has so many other problems, um, I think you can make a move with a Brat and Vanacek for him, or you know, and maybe a, a prospect or so. I think that is a doable move. Right, it is a doable move. You're right. I would 
give both of our starting goaltenders for him, to be honest, and not worry too much about it with people down the pipeline and that. I mean, Schmid was great. We talked about it when he started. We were like, so is this that flash where all of a sudden, like, this is his moment and it sparks his career? Or were those couple of shutouts, a, you know, a flash in the pan to go along with a couple of efforts where he let in a lot of goals? We really don't know yet. I mean, we like to believe what he can become. But if, if I had the benefit of hindsight and you could tell me that I can get rid of the two of them and maybe get a cup with Hellebuck as opposed to saying, oh, we got a homegrown guy who winds up being really good, I would take now. And, you know, I, I agree with you. I would too, um, especially when it comes to, you know, now, winning a cup. That's what this team needs to do. This is what this team wants to do. This is a team's built to do now. Um, I also think that, you know, a guy like – the thing is too with our goaltending – and and why I mainly agree with you. Like we when we didn't play good in front of them this postseason, everything fell apart. None of them were able to just settle shit down and win us a game. Make a couple of big saves. You know, you saw Brodor do that his entire career. When things got out of hand, he would make sure it didn't get too out of hand. Uh, yeah. Very rarely was he part of the problem. I felt like our goaltending was part of the problem this year, that it was everything falling apart. Um, you see a guy like Connor Hollebuck play, and his team can play like shit in front of him, and he's still having you know a 35-36 save night. Um, it's, you know, let's four in, you know, 40 shots on, the guy's still making 36 saves. He is an amazing goaltender, and I would love... I, I mean, over Soros, and I love Soros, but... I think if the Devils had Halibut, you can honestly sit there and say, you can put in the argument of who in the Eastern Conference has the best goaltending, and it would probably be a coin flip between us and the Rangers at this point, if we had Halibut. Nowhere near. I mean, Sisterkin is just head and shoulders above pretty much everybody else in the East, and you know maybe Olmark when he's on, but he's not playing right now. Um, So... I think that's what this team absolutely needs. I mean, they do need a, quite a few things, but that is something I feel like it needs to be a priority this year. I will. Yeah. I will tell you. I, I don't know if he could have. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say I would get. I will give Schmidt a couple. He did have a couple games where we didn't play yeah. that great in front yeah. of him against the Rangers, and he did really pull us out some wins. So he was a guy who a couple times did that. He was inconsistent. He didn't have any wins. I thought that we we played crappy in front I of him. Was a, I Rangers think it was the first series. Rangers when he had the shutout. I believe that he played a hell of a game that day, and I don't know if we really did, if I remember correctly. Yes. That was, I mean, they didn't go crazy scoring and give him goal support, and he won that close game. So I do remember that. And I will tell you, between their two guys, Schmid definitely was the better performer, and he's the one I, I wouldn't mind keeping on this team. I totally am for us going for the proven guy now because we're like ahead of schedule let's do it but it's not going to playoffs with a question marks ahead of us but i don't really want to deal schmidt if i don't have to i feel like you know a year or two from now you might be you know just saying okay he's there because he he didn't lift us up in every game that was one tony's right that he did um and he, he did you know not have the answers but look at some of the names you already mentioned Allmark for sure he didn't have the answers. You could argue his goaltending was great, wasn't great. Shesterkin had a great playoff. His save percentage was fantastic, and he still could not save that team. You know, so that you know, you can't just go by did your team win with him or not. And I, that's a little bit like oh, you know, I totally understand your point though. Vanacek, I put in a different category. He had opportunities where the team was playing well, and he did not pick them up uh, and and give them any kind of. You know, you never felt secure with him. So I do believe 
you know, we know what we know with Vanacek now. I didn't I didn't think I was going to say this before the playoffs, but I agree now. It's crazy, right? Like how fickle the mind is, you know, just in that position. This guy had 30-plus wins this year, first time since any goal he had uh, since Brodeur. Really, yeah, I know he looked a little shaky in March and April, but he was still playing pretty well. Yeah. But to have the collapse like that in the playoffs and then go back and see what he did with Washington every playoff game, which was basically what we saw every playoff game, is so disappointing. And yeah. just it's crazy how that works. Just that it's a bigger moment and a you know a more on the line, and some of these dudes just can't handle it. Yeah, and the players and, too. Look, I mean, go back to Jesper Bratt. I feel like they're the two sides of the same coin there. Now, I mean, I think that Schmid has that. I think Schmid has the mindset to be a very good goalie. Uh, again, I think, it, and maybe he's the guy. I mean, I have no problem with Schmid. I just. I would feel a lot more comfortable going into the playoffs with him than Vanacek, absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not putting so, my head on the pillow saying we got a brick wall back there. Uh, and I just, I think that if, to really get this team to the next level, I think we have to do something in that. And I agree with you. And I think that if you remember Blackwood when he first came at everyone, who we all, nobody knew Blackwood when he first came. No one knew. Blackwood, had, yeah. people, a lot of people loved him. You know now. I mean, there's a lot of Blackwood jerseys for sale on eBay. You know, I mean, this was a guy who was a fan favorite for a couple months there. I remember people were all, you know, everyone loved Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah, everybody it loved Corey Snyder for a minute, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just, look, I mean, Blackwood's just, his fall from grace was just epic. I mean, between the injuries and the fucking crazy play and everything, like, it was just a headache that this team did not need. Who I really am disappointed in is Jonathan Bernier. I would have loved to have seen him yeah. be a part of this team. Yeah, it's such a the, bummer. The, the, I was kind of counting on him. Of, much, you know? Right? The couple of starts he had uh, two years ago, he played pretty well. You know, yeah. it was okay. This is cool. We can go with him in Blackwood. And Bernier, I was super excited about. And just, yeah, that fucking injury. Couldn't get him back on the ice. I think he only played, what, three games maybe or four games? It was a three really or four, game. yeah. It was only a couple. It was only a few. And, and he was our he most experienced him. guy in the pipeline at the time before Vanacek, yeah. so you were really hoping that he would be able to hold it down. But I hate to see Schneider fail too, man. I have to admit, like, I felt yes. so bad for Schneider because when I first got him, I was like, okay, you know. And then I, he was actually playing, in the, I don't know if he's still with them, but I know he's in the, uh, with the Islanders in the minor leagues up and down. You yes. Know? So oh, he's I mean, still in the system, huh? Yeah, he's still in the system. Lou kept him over there. Well, yeah, how about we statistically had a couple of great years with us? Actually, he did. He was an excellent goalie. For the not the first half hand. year, not the first year, I think the second or whatever, and, and the third. He was his numbers were on top of you know anybody's. I was still kind of doing the fantasy hockey back then, so I kind of kept tabs on that stuff a lot more than I do now. And then he was a nice sharp fall too. But. Yeah. Job for and it was years. also at the time when the defense started falling apart, right? We still had a pretty good defense there when Green was at his peak and other guys were still there. And then it, that it, it did fall off dramatically after those first couple of years that Schneider took over from Berdour. But um, yeah, he was so it wasn't just him, but he never got it back. What's that? Yeah, well, he, he he was getting high when he came back from that injury. I believe I think he was hurt for a while. He yes. came back. He was it was, a, it was just a every game. Yeah, I, I think just he, felt so bad for him. I was like, man, this guy's you know is getting pounded out here. I think he had a groin thing or something that was at least the yeah, one the one injuries, yeah. I yeah, got a groin definitely. thing. How about oh, we yeah. talk about uh, teams that are still playing hockey? 
So sure. we had we have our, our picks in for the uh, semifinals here. And let's see. Hmm. So Vegas Anybody doing and, good? No. What was that? <laughs> Is any of us doing well with our picks? I don't know. I didn't look over it yet. Let's check. Uh, okay, yeah. All right. I thought that's so what you have. I'm sure that the NHL Vegas... is not happy with the ratings that are going to have for this, you know, for the people of watch, watching. <laughs> so we yeah, got I hear Edmonton. a lot of Leafs fans crying about the ratings. Oh, there not be any ratings because, like, whatever. They would have said that about us too. Yeah, but as long as they were in it, that's all that matters, right? They're going to have a, uh, a a fun off season. I can't oh, wait to yeah. see what they do. Gonna be you think uh, you think Austin Matthews is going to stay in Toronto, or you think he's going to go anywhere else? For the sport, I hope he does. I think. I think he stays. He's going to go to Phoenix. <laughs> no. That's the rumors. Oof. That's the rumors. Oh my God! Now, All if right, he so... do, if he do, does that, it's just a going after the money. Do you really believe that he's thinking that we're you know playoff oh. bound in the next couple of years? I mean, where are they at? Uh, I I don't know where they are. They, I mean, yeah, I who I they like have on that team. They're on a college rink. They play in a college arena. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, I mean, is he from there? Where is he from, Austin Matthews? Does he have some know. tie with Arizona? I'll tell you that mm. in a minute while you're... So, I think his we have, while you're Arizona. checking that... What was that? <laughs> he does have the... His mustache is from Arizona. It looks like a Arizona kind of mustache. So, we got Edmonton Golden Knights. Dan is the only one that took the Golden Knights. There we go. Everyone else took Edmonton, so Dan gets that one. Then we have uh, Stars and Kraken, and Dan took Vegas in six. Uh, it took six, right? Yeah. So you got that was nice, Dan. There we All go. Right, Kraken. I, I kind of wanted the Kraken though. Tony had the Kraken in six. Dan had the Kraken in seven. Bobby had the stars in six, Ooh. and Bobby and I had the stars in five. So me and Bobby got you guys, that one. Yeah, look at that. That was all I got. We all took the Devils. Um, I I got the games. I got the I got the Devils in five. Uh, let me change that to Canes in five. I'm good. I got yeah, Canes. Me in too. Five. I think I did Devils in five. You took Devils Poor in pair of six. Everyone six. else took okay. the Devils in six. Uh, right. Then Florida was. Uh, Let's see. Tony took Florida. Bobby took Florida in seven. And Dan took Florida in seven. I took Toronto in six. I got one right. That's it. So now we have Dallas and Vegas. We have Florida. Conference final. Yep. And Carolina. All right, Tony. Dallas, Vegas. I'm gonna go with Dallas, man. I've, you know, there's a lot of re- I, that team has been really impressive. Uh, you know, you got Pavelski who's performing. I think he, he's been doing really well for them. Uh, I mean, just uh, it's gonna be a tough one, though, right? I mean, it's gonna be a really tough series. I think it's gonna go how many seven. games. Seven? seven, yeah. Bobby, I'm curious to know how many of you guys also have your original Stanley Cup champion in this tournament because I do, and it's the Dallas Stars. I don't. Them. Mine was Edmonton. Same here. I'll be Chris. I had Edmonton. They're gone. So you had Dallas, and they're That's still in. So you're still going with the Stars? Stars in seven. In seven. Dan? What was my original? I don't know. We didn't go that far. We didn't go that far. You had to do that one yourself. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> That's why I don't remember it then. Exactly. All right, we have to do that. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm going to go with Dallas. I think Edinger has been playing really well. 
Um, he's got a team that has got a ton of talent on it, and you know who doesn't at this point. But I do like them. Uh, I'm going to call it in six. I don't know if Vegas has what it needs to power through the conference finals. I just don't see it this year. I compare them to their last time they got to the cup finals, and I, I don't think they're the same team. I don't think they're as good a team. I might be underestimating them. I think it's going to be a good series. I'm going to go Dallas in six, though. How about Pete DeBoer? Pete DeBoer is always yeah. in the finals. Now. That's like, true. Uh, not I wouldn't even see him. Now, uh, I think that Vegas is definitely – able to do this. I think that they are now my pick to win the cup. So I am going to go with Las Vegas in six. I Makes like sense because you, you like I the like... Kraken and they beat the I... Kraken. So you're thinking they got the hot hand, right? Well, they didn't beat the well. Kraken. They Stars beat the Kraken. Oh, they yeah, that's true. Right. Stars beat the Kraken. Right, right, right. They beat the so Oilers. I don't know why you're picking them. Oh, yeah, and that um, was your pick for the, yeah. for the fun. And, yeah, definitely. And they beat the Oilers, uh, right. uh, you know, Edmonton team that is just was – what running on mm-hmm. like a sixty percent power play this postseason, like ridiculous. Leon Drysaddle just you know carrying yeah. that team for. I think he had what fifty five goals already this playoffs. I mean, it's crazy what this <laughs> it's guy crazy, does. Yeah, yeah. So I, I believe in Vegas. They're deep. Uh, they get scoring from everywhere. I, I I mean, they do have some issues in net right now, uh, but I like them to go and beat Dallas. I mean, I like Jake Ottinger. He's a very good goalie, but he was pulled twice in that series against Seattle, and I think that Vegas has a little bit more firepower. I'm going to go with the Golden Knights. They did say that Bershaw is not going to play this uh, this play. So they're going to go with Hill? Yeah, it's gonna have to, yeah he's not going to be making it in this series, they said. Well, that first game he got into against us, man, he looked like a superstar. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, that boy can play. So we got Florida, Carolina, the uh, Eastern Conference Final that nobody gives a shit about except fans of Florida and Carolina. That is true. I have to say, Toronto fans aren't wrong about this. I don't want to fucking see this final. Uh, I just don't. It's just I would love for everybody to get hurt. For every every player to get injured. I would love for every player to get injured. Swallow. Is he ice to open up and just swallow them all? Dude, what about that that, uh, that really, like, low-rent, game-winning, series-winning goal? Uh, You know, like, I have no pity. Yeah, no, no, from from Florida. Like, I have no pity for the Maple Leafs, but that, first of all, that whole stick hold, and then, like, the scumbag, like, screaming in the goalie's face afterwards – I mean, it's just, he just belongs in wrestling or something. The dude's like, I don't know. I, I just seemed like it was just like, ah, of course this is the way this series ends, you know? Yeah. This is Ludis, though, right? This was him with Philly. Yeah. This is him when he, you know, yeah. this is just him. In a way, as much as I yeah. agree with you, I mean, that's one thing that F- Florida does have with Kachuk and Gudis is you got to live the net there, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. To get that's why I hate to pick them, like but that, I'm cool. doing it. Yeah. All right. So Dan, you're gonna go. You're gonna go first, and I'm. Gu- I'm guessing you're gonna go uh, with uh, Florida. Yeah, I have to take Florida. I, I. I really do think that you know they they got what it takes to match up and beat the better parts of the Carolina game. You know that we've seen as Devils fans. I think Florida matches up. I mean, uh, yeah, Florida matches up so much better with them than we did, and I think they're on a mission. They definitely got that stupid chip on their shoulder kind of thing and uh, I think they're going to pull it out and what a shame <laughs> what a shame they can't both lose Bobby somebody's got to win it's going to be Florida and it probably will be in seven okay Bob yeah I don't know if I'm picking this one 
um, based on Florida's kind of magical run or just the fact that I just want to see the Canes out of there. Um, but when I really step back, I guess I just believe that, kind of like Dan said or Chris, it, they, Florida's got the game that can take down the Canes. So I'm going to go with that. Um, Florida's going to keep going in six. Yeah, marginally better Florida. goaltending, too. I'll add that, you know. Tone? Florida, you know, they haven't been to the finals since uh, two, 1996. Yep. Um, they're we eighth seed this year, but they're impressive. Um, and I, with Cousins, Barkoff's playing well, Bennett, I mean, there's just so many things going right for that team. The goaltending's better, I believe. That, well, that's, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious the goaltending's better. Um, sure. I'm going to go with Florida in seven. All right. Um, like the Eastern, Western Conference Finals, I do not agree with you guys. I think the Canes are going to win the series. I think it, yes, Bobrovsky is a better goaltender. But I think when it comes to team play, when it comes to a system, when it comes to doing the things that win this late in the season, in the playoffs, Carolina is much better prepared and much better built for this. I think they have much better coaching. I, I, I have no problem with Paul Maurice, but I think Rob... I'll agree with you on the coaching. Brendan Moore's a great coach. He is. Yes, and I just I think that when it comes to a team play, four lines that can put pucks in net... Uh, I don't think that the fucking Kachuk shenanigans and all that nonsense is going to get under Kane's skin. They are not built for that. They stay like focused on the mission at hand, and they do not waver from a game plan. They are very good at it. They're against the Islanders, against us, uh, and I think it's going to be the same against Florida. I do think it's going to go seven, but I'm going to go with the Canes, and I'm going with a Vegas-Carolina final. You guys are all going with a dallas Florida final. Yeah. Could there be a final of two states that I hate more than Texas and Florida? Like, there is no <laughs> two other states. They're 1-2, and sometimes they're 2-1, but they're always those two, no yes. matter what. They're Florida, just... you're okay. I'm repping you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, because you live there. I live in both, so I mean. I, I just... And I'm not just picking it because I don't like Florida. Uh, I just think the Canes are the better all-around team. The same kind of thing I'm going with with the, the Golden Knights. I what just a think make a good far. argument. I mean, what a rock! No, we're going to see. You got to be when's, impressed. Uh, when's it start? The Western tonight. Friday. It's well, it's Thursday because it's Friday here. So Thursday, Thursday. That's right. Okay, so Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So th- so Thursday there, and maybe Friday my time. That's why I said Friday. Be Friday oh, morning. Okay, so Thursday night it starts. Yeah. Okay. Lithuania is in the future. Nobody goes by Lithuania. You know how, how, how come? I thought it really sucked though. That game seven, the last the other night was at ten o'clock at night, man. I know I was that like, was that bullshit. Really sucks, you know. I don't. Get I don't it. know why they did that. It was the wow. only game on, and they scheduled it. First of all, it's like the Eastern Conference. The Eastern time zone is the the that's the time zone that everyone goes by. Nobody gives a shit about any other time zone. It's the Eastern time zone. When you put this game on ten o'clock at night in the Eastern time zone, like this, is where your majority, so many of your viewers are coming from. It was one game on night that night. They couldn't move it to four uh, o'clock in the afternoon or whatever. Make it seven for us, whatever the case is. It just was stupid, and it was on a Sunday. Yeah, like that's the other thing. Yeah. They did it on a Sunday at ten o'clock at night. They want to make sure they nobody saw that game. Right, I know I didn't. Nope. But all right, so, so that's our um, final. Do you guys want to pick who's going to win? Uh, out of you guys, well, out of the stars and just, the cats. Uh, but I know Bobby's going with the 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 Dallas, right? You're thinking they're the Cup winners. Yeah, my my uh, yeah, that's stars and six. Okay, stars and six. They win the cup. Tone. 
I want to say Florida, but I'm going to say Dallas. All right, Dallas. Six. Six for the cup. Daniel? Ah, man, I hate to be so boring, but I'm riding with the boys here. I like the call. I think six is a great number, and I got to believe that Dallas will win this. Being right is not boring. I tell you the truth. I, I like Chris's picks better. There's all around. They're more. Your picks are more exciting. They make a better script. I like the teams better, especially after your explanation. But I don't know. I see what I see. What can I say? What well, do you got? I got one series right out of in the last round. So I mean, you could like. Yeah, my you're picks. a dreamer. You're a yeah, dreamer. That's, that's why. I want to live in your reality. I, Maybe yeah, you're right this I time. Do, though. Who knows? I do. I would love to see Vegas win the cup. I just yeah. don't think it's going to happen. I do think it's going to be the Canes. I think it's going to go seven. I think it's going to be a very good series. I do think they're going to win it, though, and they will get their second cup in franchise history. That's what I'm going with. All right. I mean, I hope if you get that final, that that's exactly what happens. I hope you're right if that if you get that final. The yeah. team that we were one freaking point behind. Uh, you know, like Bobby had mentioned front. it in that one. I think it was the last show or one of the shows that – uh, maybe it wasn't Bobby, but one of you guys said, uh, you know, you just take away all those bullshit start and stop Blackwood things that we did this year, and you maybe yep. get one or two more wins, yeah, and we're playing the Islanders in round one. It doesn't change the fact that we probably end up playing the Carolina in round two anyway, but it still could have changed Maybe one things. more point, and we have home ice advantage in that series. Yeah, things game. change. Yes, things change. Uh, instead, um, by we the way, gotten... on the picks, get a day yes. Off. Yes. You know, don't quote me. I'm pretty sure that what Caden I'm going to quote you right now is that he does believe that I believe he said it's going to and be I Florida quote. over the stars for the cup, but I don't have his games played in each division. So I'm going to get that for you for the next show. Okay. All right. All I'm right. pretty sure he's taking Florida. Well, that might be the way to go. He's pretty freaking right on everything. That would be the only one, right? He That would take Florida? For the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You guys all took Dallas. And I took the Canes. I don't even have Florida. He's too to hate Florida yet. We'll get that. We'll make it official. Yeah, that's it. He only knows Disney World, so he likes Florida. Yeah. Florida sounds like... Yeah, it sounds like a magical place right now. Wait till you find out. Well, there's... uh... Also, the Seattle guys, like, with the Kraken, going to them, I I will say, I'm kind of glad... I I thought I was impressed by them. I I don't hate them. But, man, I don't want to see a team win right out of the gate. I mean, we had to suffer for some years. I didn't want to see someone just come in two years later win a Stanley Cup. So I can't say I'm too sad about about that. And they were impressive this year. They really were. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. But I don't know if that necessarily means that they have to suffer just because they're a newer team. You know, I mean, I get your point. It's I'm bullshit. Saying, I'm glad so they did have to suffer. <laughs> yeah, but, they're I mean, this, it, really, this, this is what, yeah, their fourth totally year in existence? Second. And, what? This is their second year. In second year. Oh, Seattle. I was thinking of Vegas. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Vegas. Um, because Vegas is what? This is their fourth, right? Correct. So they, yeah. they made it to the conference final. They made it to the Stanley Cup finals in year one. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they went in year two. I know they made the playoffs, but I, don't, I think they got knocked Definitely. out in the first round. Then they right. didn't make the playoffs last season, and this year they're right back. Uh, that's just yeah. a damn I mean, that's a competitive good. franchise. That's the way you do yeah. a draft. Not like they used to do it. Too. Yes. I, I mean, that's the other thing. You do a draft the old way. I mean, you never get good. It's just, no, you know, there's, it's just, so hard. there's no way to get yourself out when you have just AHL players on your roster. Because uh, really, that's all you're going to get. Um, I don't know what they were thinking back then, wants. you know. And then they wonder yeah. why so many teams, like, just floundered for 10 years and moved. 
Yeah, you know, you're right. That's that's what happened you're in right. that era. A lot of teams just didn't make it. You wonder if they did it the way the NHL is today, if they would have made it in some of those places. I agree. These, all those people yeah. that scream and yell about how much they hate socialism, but they love the NFL and the NHL, which is a completely socialist <laughs> method, uh, way of going about building your teams. It really is. So yep. I, I, I'm looking forward to the Dallas-Vegas series. Actually, I'm looking forward to the Florida-Carolina series, too. I do think that is going to be a fun series. Um, I just, I did, like I said, I just don't know if the shenanigans of Matthew Kachuk and them are really going to have too much of an effect on Carolina. I don't I see it. Like well, you think so? Yeah, I really do. I, uh, do. I, I don't think know. That... I think I think Carolina doesn't get wavered by this shit. But not only that, but these guys are good. I mean, you know. Yeah, they're I mean, very good. It's not like this guy far. out there who's going to, you know, go out there and just be just play two minutes just to cause trouble. The, Florida, Florida's a weird team to me. Like that, what they made I mean, the playoffs by one point. I mean, it's just so crazy. Boston shouldn't have, yeah. Boston shouldn't have been like flustered by shenanigans either, but they totally were. Boston was flustered by a lot of things. I think it was just all that, you know, all year, all they kept hearing, especially towards the end of the year, was just everything is the historic season. You guys have to win the cup. They're the favorite for the cup and all this stuff. I think a lot of it was like what Bobby had said. They went into uh, this series in the playoffs thinking that we deserve this, you know, that we can go in there and just do whatever we want. And Florida wasn't having it. And I had said that Florida was probably the only team that wouldn't have been that that wouldn't be um, intimidated by Boston. They just don't have that. They're not going to be intimidated by anybody. So they believed wholeheartedly they were going to go in and win that series. Well, they uh, Boston, they thrive yeah. on like all that you know nastiness. Like there, there. Yeah. I was watching a video of all the uh, hot mic moments in that series, and they're pretty oh, yeah. funny and they're hilarious. I mean, a lot of really good lines back and forth between the players. But you know, you could see like that. It, I feel like looking back on it, if I'm Boston, I don't really engage them in that shit. They they, they really did engage them in that. So I hope that you're right in a sense, because I'd love to see Florida lose here. I just don't see it. But um, maybe that's the key, is uh, don't do that. Don't take the bait. You know, there there, there were that's like it. more multiple players that really just wanted to stir shit. Every play between the benches, there was shit back and forth that didn't really make the broadcasting very easily to see. But uh, you go on YouTube and you catch some of those hot mic things. They were hilarious. There's a lot of back and right? You know, like... Was that your whore hit you in the face like that or something like crazy stuff they were saying back and forth? Great. You know what's crazy too? If you think when before Florida got hot, there was a there was a period right before the right before the playoffs started when they were like almost not going to get in, where Keith Kachuk came out and actually criticized the team, not Bradley, yeah. not oh. Keith, and said these guys need to step it up. And it's it's just crazy how it worked. I'm really I don't know. I'm really fascinated with them because I just feel like and I watched a lot of that series with uh, the last series with them and. They just seem like they're just focused. They they don't even feel like it's it's just they have nothing to lose. You you kind of feel that way when you watch Florida play right now. They just I also right. I also think that they played two teams that had a lot of uh, you know extra noise around them, a lot of other mm-hmm. bullshit sure. around them between Boston and Toronto, uh, between right. the media and the fan base and everything that was expected of these guys. I think they did. Now they're dealing with a Canes team that has one objective, and that's to win a Stanley Cup. And like I said, Canes are extremely disciplined. They are not. They don't gonna, have any fans in the way. Nothing like that. No. Fan, no, that, fan I mean, base they, is they not going to get in the way. And the thing is, too, with the Canes, uh, you know, trade deadline came and went. They didn't make any moves. And they were criticized heavily for it. 
And nope, True. general managers, coaching staff, no, we have our team. We know what we want to do. We are not built. If we end up second in the Met- Metropolitan, even third in the Metropolitan, none of that matters. We know how we are built and how we were built for a long playoff run. And it's what worked. about their injuries to um, some of their top players? I mean, that's kind of scary. We didn't talk about the, this during the Devil Series. They have like almost an entire top line that we didn't see out of injury. Yeah. Are any chance they're coming back? And do you even want no, them back? No, if you're the, you know. And that's another season, thing about right? this team being this well coached and this deep that it just yeah. they can lose these guys and they're still firing on all cylinders. Uh, I think they are going to be just a little too much for the the cats. But Bobrovsky is a better goaltender, and I that that is something to think about. That's why the I think it's going to go mark seven. Is the goaltending with Carolina. Mm-hmm. So What's that? The biggest question mark with Carolina is the goaltending. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not off it's not awful. It can win your games, obviously as we saw definitely, but. Definitely, Florida has the advantage there. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. But you know, they 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 were able to like Carolina's a fast team. Uh, I don't think there's a faster team in the Eastern Conference than the Devils, and the Canes were able to keep us in check. And I don't think that Florida has that speed that we do. And I just I just don't see it. I just don't see the Canes losing that series. Every time I go back and think about it, I just see them as the better team. It's going to be a long series. It's going to be a fun series. Uh, but I do think that the Canes are going to pull it out. And you make a good argument. Vegas I just goes, think like Florida is going to work harder along the boards where we got beat than we did. And I, I don't know. Well, that's where, I'm, that's where I was coming from is that I see sure. Florida being able to do that dirty work along the boards better than our guys did. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, that's definitely true. I mean, there's a lot of things that Florida is going to do better than we did. That's for damn mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, first of all, all their guys are going to show up. Right. That's the most. That's the mo- still the most disappointing thing about the Devil loss was just. Yeah, we didn't get to see the whole full effort there, did yeah, we? Yeah, like you the, know? like maybe the team, pieces weren't good enough, but who knows? They didn't play. If this team ever got going, you know, they would have probably, you know, they could have probably still been playing hockey right now, but they just never got out of the gate mm-hmm. at all. And I hate to say it, who the, the teams that are left? Wouldn't you love to be involved in these four teams, like? All the big boys got mm-hmm. knocked out already. I mean, I just yeah, wish. Yeah. It, if, ever there, if ever there was a year that, like, the Devils would have made that run, that surprise cup Absolutely. run, it could have been this year. You had Boston out. You had – now you got Edmonton out. You got the Rangers out. You had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Canes were out. Toronto. You were still yeah. in. Toronto out. Like, this was the path to go because next year it might not come like this. Next year is going to be Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about – um, a conference, double conference finals of non-traditional markets, right? This is like, yeah, oh yeah, all warm oh, yeah. weather like spots. I thought about that too as I was going through this. This should have been the year, maybe that you could slice through a little more. But then I think that's kind of given discredit to some of these teams that have made it as far. I mean, you know, who'd say what would happen if we wound up playing Florida, um, and then if you got to go in the Stanley Cup against the Knights or or the Stars? I do understand the optics of thinking that because some of the big powerhouses are out. But these are the teams that knocked out those houses. So yeah, that's true. But you know, you think about the Devils, and you say, you know, they—if the Devils were playing in this playoffs like we've seen them most of the year, uh, then right. none of those teams, none of those teams, any of the other fifteen teams that came in didn't scare me. I honestly think the right. Devils could have beaten any one of those teams if the Devils yeah. were playing their Did game. Did they ever play a whole game at 75% of what they can do? I mean, that's no. the... As, and, and you can say... I know to some people who are not Devils fans, it's going to sound like, oh, yeah, you're just making excuses. No, no. They, they deserve to lose because they just did not play right. to that potential that they showed, like you said, all season long. Mm-hmm. 
me and Chris and, were looking you know, at a chart, and it was uh, what was it, Chris? It was in five. Well, the Devils had five wins during the playoffs, where they scored twenty-one goals, and they gave up six goals during those games. Okay, they were plus fifteen on the losses. Six losses, they, uh, seven goals for us. We gave up thirty-two goals and a negative twenty-five. I mean, it was pretty much it was. Uh, yeah, on the on the uh, so the goals against on our losses was 32 with a goal di- yeah goal differential of minus 25 like and you're so you you lost you lost six games and your goal differential was minus 25 crazy that is fucking embarrassing there's oh, no yeah, other it's over word five goals it. a game over five goals a game is what they lost right. by on average the 32 yeah. goals yeah the goals against the average is crazy the goals against our losses 32 yeah 32 goals mm-hmm. against, which means we're only a positive of 15 on our five wins. Like, this is, yep. it was abysmal, abysmal what we did in these playoffs. And I don't know what happened. And I mean, that's for the offseason autopsy and everything. But I just, I truly still to now, one week later, I don't know what happened. It's like we got through the Ranger series just on raw emotion and heart. And Schmidt just playing very, very well for those win- those games that he won, and put and, and on top of you know the Rangers being fucking head cases to an extent, um, we got through that series. But then the Carolina series, like I felt like we never figured out how to fucking play. Like we just totally forgot well, how to play hockey. Uh, every yeah, game you got that was one game that was an anomaly, which became a scoring fest and. You know, uh, but they never really did play a winning game like we see them do all year long. And uh, yeah, that yeah, it's, I, I don't think they ever really, even in that crazy scoring game, it, it was not as spread out as it could have been. Not, these are not playoff goals. Like spread out your eight goals in a game. I'm not saying that's like the strategy, but you still saw like that was not the full potential of this team. And, you know, and I don't and mean we, they should have scored more goals. It's just the way they won was just, you know, and we exposing were some bad goaltending. You know, they're super excited that they got themselves back into the series after that game. But we sat here saying they won, but they didn't play a good game. You're exactly right. right. They didn't play very well in the 8-4 mm-hmm. to four win that they had. Um, it was, But, the, you know, the Cats came back the next night and punched us, next game rather, and punched us right in the face. Like, that's a team yeah. that, you know, has is well coached. They don't let shit get to them. All right, we had a bad game. We're going to come back and play our, our hockey. And what did we lose? Six to one at that, last, that next game? A game where the yes. Devils were at home, where they had the opportunity to beating. tie this thing up. Played probably the worst game that they played all year. Not all playoffs. Absolutely. All year. How does It's hard to think of another one. Happen? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how that happens. Biggest game of your careers, of your season. Right there, and that's the dud that you fucking drop. That's the big giant turd you take right on center ice. You might as well just had Lindy Ruff come out, drop his pants, and take a shit right in center ice because that's exactly what yeah. they fucking. And did. so many guys going quiet for the entire playoffs. Um, you know, it's it's going to be inevitable that that happens. Guys who never that off the mat, you know, and never really consistently contributed. Uh, that's that's what the the key was there, you know. And you think about just you know, next year. I'm so excited for next season. Just to see what Jack can do next year with maybe some more consistency in lines and stuff like that. I would really like to see what he does next year because he proved this year that he is one of the best players in this league. And he showed us in the playoffs 
that he's a big time performer. That this guy wants oh, yeah. the, the the light shining on him, and he will shine every single time. He is I love this playoffs. Player. You know, imagine how scary uh, it would be as a Devils fan if he went quiet like Brat. And you'd be like, wait, this is my superstar and he's not a playoff guy? Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, that, that, you know, we're upset with Brad, but what a that would be cause for panic for the entire franchise. Just the yeah. opposite. I mean, Hughes showed he's money. He, he, did, he had a great playoffs. You can't really knock anything he did. And he was banged up that last game, still turned in a very good game. Um, yeah. You know, did well. He actually said he was on the fence whether or not he was going to play that game. Oh really? Yeah. And then the adrenaline got to him, and he said, "Put me in." Basically, he was really thinking about. It. So you know, he was banged up to be thinking about not playing that game. And he didn't get a lot. Yeah, of he ice didn't do the full practice when he was out there. Yeah. And when he was out there, though, he was playing his ass off. You know, I you mean, know, the guy, you know. the kid is tough, and uh, you can't take that away from him. And he deserves to have a team that you know rides with him because he was the only one that was consistent in this playoff run for the Devils. It was really fucking shameful. I hated watching it. I'm glad it's over. Yeah. Yep. I still I really have visions am. of uh, Lindy Ruff now and doing performing Gigi Allen acts on the ice. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was uh, – I also heard you know, Dougie Hamilton said he was uh, – I guess his wrist was pretty hurt wrist, during those yeah. – since the Ranger series too, which you always hear about the undisclosed injuries that you don't, you sure. know, they don't talk about. Everybody's injured. Yeah. If you're not, then you haven't – I mean, I bet Jesper Bratt's not injured. I guarantee that. He didn't <laughs> play at all to injuries. get injured. Injuries that are worse, right? Like you hear, oh, Dougie Hamilton had a wrist. Of course he had a wrist. Everybody's hurt. But then you look at his game and how much of his game is that wrist. Yeah, Literally. sure. All the shots that were wide make you wonder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, does. but I, I'm just – I don't – you know, every single person is hurt. That's all I'm saying. And guys, you know, still compete and they still produce even though they're hurt. And I think a lot of our guys weren't – I think, you know, you're not going to hear about Tatar and Brat. I don't believe, oh, you know, they were just hurt. No, they just weren't playoff people. They weren't guys that yeah. showed up. Uh, and I don't think we can get more out of Meyer, but I give Meyer credit for playing with a severe injury there. He he definitely could have just been like, ah, oh, man, I got to – nobody wants to play in that cage. I feel like if that was Brad, he ain't coming back in the series. No, um, no. I mean – there's anybody yeah, else on that Meyer, team that took that hit from Truba, they're not coming back. Yeah, so Meyer is quite a warrior, you know. I think we can get more out of him. I think, you know, especially if he stays healthy. And I think, you know, he there's a couple things about his game I'm sure he would like to do a little differently. But all in all, he was a great plus for this team. A full a full season of Timo Meyer, I think, would be uh, extremely fun and beneficial for him to be on this team all year. I hope that that deal gets done and gets done quickly. I don't want it hanging over this team all fucking summer because they got a lot of other shit they have to worry about. Because there are mm-hmm. going to be some guys on the free agency market that I'm sure they're going to probably look at. We still don't know what's going to happen with Lindy Ruff. Um, there's a lot of question marks on this team right now. I don't necessarily... I, the more I think about it, the more I don't want Lindy Ruff back. I really don't. Yeah. I don't know. There was an article that had a couple of guys... I don't know if I have it. Let me check super fast. That had a couple of guys, uh, goalies... Um, a couple of coaches, rather... Um, Let's see if I can find it. Who are out there and, and you know, maybe could be yes. hired, you mean, right now, today? Yes. Um, Let me see hmm. if I could find it. Well, Chris is looking for this. You got on Thursday, I got, Nico and you know, Siegenthaler will be playing against Nemec. Uh, you got uh, Switzerland versus Slovakia. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I, like, I want to see that Nemec play. I haven't seen him play too much. Yeah. 
No, I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. So we have an article here that has a couple of guys listed. First one, of course, is Lindy Ruff. And he writes um, uh, in favor. And uh, I don't have to read the whole thing, but the easy answer to the question is Lindy Ruff, why not? As bad as those first two seasons were, his third season under Ruff was wildly successful. Da, 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 beat the Rangers, you know, everything he did that we know he did. Uh, not in favor, and he writes, I hate to say it, but if this was not the New Jersey Devils and not some other team, we would say the team is overachieving. Sure, the 5-on-5 five five numbers are legit over the whole seasons, but they have been far more impressive since the turn of the year. Uh, even if they were better, uh, let us face the facts. How likely is it the Devils to win 21 of their first 27 road games next season? How likely is it they sweep the entire trip through Western Canada, Eastern Canada, and California once again? How likely is it they have a 13-game winning streak? So he's basically saying the team did a lot of stuff despite Lindy Ruff being the head coach. Um, the next guy, he writes a lot more about Lindy Ruff, and he's talking about the lines and all that other bullshit, and then the stuff that happened during the playoffs. Then they have some internal candidates. He has Andrew Burnett. Um, let's see. Kevin Deneen. This is a guy that last year I was pounding the table for to be the head coach this year. I thought Kevin Deneen did a great job in Utica, and maybe he does deserve a chance to come up here and see what he can do with these young guys. So Kevin Deneen is another guy. Ryan McGill uh, says, I, I don't know this guy. You know who this is? Anyone? Ryan McGill? He sounds familiar. I, I can't remember where He's with he's the team been. now. Uh, so it says, McGill is a dark horse internally. He has been a defensive assistant coach for the first five seasons of Las Vegas' existence across two different head coaches. He's been a fine upgrade over Nazardine this season. The penalty kill has not been as amazing, but the team... Da, 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 so he's a coach. I don't... Oh, so it says that he's an internal candidate, but... It doesn't say where what he's doing with the Devils right now. Um, he was a player back in the day. I think he's barely a candidate. Yeah. If we're being Barry honest, Trotz. I mean, there's, there's one main candidate. But didn't right. Barry yeah, Trotz absolutely. just take the job? Didn't Barry Trotz just take the job as general manager of Nashville? That I'm not sure of. He has uh, Bruce Boudreau. Isn't that the head coach of uh, mm-hmm. Vancouver? Oh, no, he's in, um, I thought he was in Winnipeg. This might be an old article. This is not the one that I saw. When Claude Lemieux takes the ice on Saturday. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's in Nashville. So this Barry is the Trotz, one right. that I saw. What? This is the one that I saw the, originally. <laughs> this is uh, fan-sided. This is uh, Samanu Analuru wrote this yesterday. Then he has the first one, of course, Keep Lindy Ruff. And then the next one is Andrew Burnett which we talked about. The third one, Jay Leach. One name familiar to all Devil fans, Jay Leach, former player and the current assistant coach for the rising Seattle Kraken. Leach has sizable coaching experience for a relatively young coach. Before his current stint in Seattle, Leach was the head coach for the Providence Bruins for four years. He had an impressive 62.8 winning percentage during his time in the AHL, though he didn't win a championship. So uh, he's uh, comes with some Bonafides. Spencer Carberry. If the Devils want to revamp their power play, why not bring up the man in charge of one of the best power plays in the league? Spencer Carberry has been an assistant with the Toronto Maple Leafs for two years. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
He's prior to coaching in Toronto. He had stops in Saginaw in the OHL. He's been a head coach in the ECHL and the AHL, winning coach of the year in both leagues. Uh, he was with Hershey uh, and Providence. Uh, so he's a guy that's on the list. It says uh, the coach of the year in the AHL is usually a good sign of becoming a competent NHL coach. Past names include John Cooper, Bruce Cassidy, Don Granto, and John Hines. And the last one is Kevin Deneen, who we know from Utica. Out of those guys, I don't know too much about a couple of these guys, but is there any names there that you guys think of that strike you? Hmm, I'd maybe think about them. Leach was like the cat. He was also a captain in Albany too, with the Albany Devils. I don't know. I mean, that's the kind of the one that I was thinking of. Jay Leach, I was thinking yeah. as you know, the, the uh, a good one with the Wild at one time. Yeah, I mean, him or, or Kevin Deneen. Kevin, somebody Deneen, still I guess has to hire Gerard Gallant, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, it's not going to be us. <laughs> How great would it Which be? Which is a shame because I would love to. I would love to have him His at press conferences daily. Yes. Uh, actually, can I say something real quick? I'm not. You want, is that back. you? It is. Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, I'm not so going back into you. coaching ever. I am never going to coach again. Why not? Because I, I'm going to live my dream. I'm what going is to raise. Uh, I'm going to raise Wyman Winers. What? <laughs> I'm going to Waze Wyma Liners. You know, Wyma Liners. Oof, uh, um, okay. Uh, I think I know what you mean. Um, all right. Well, you don't know what a Wyma Liner is? Luck there. You don't, you don't a, know a what a Wyma Liner is? A Wyma Liner. A Wyma Liner. That's not what I said. Why don't you listen to me when I talk? I said Wyma Liner. They're dogs. Okay. It's a dog. Oh, the dog. You yeah, Wyma Liner. That's why I said Wymawina. Wymawina. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to breed Wymawinas at home in Winnipeg. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. No more coaching. So you should you could stay in me. Winnipeg. Winnipeg's an easy word for you to say. Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, well, every word is easy to say. I speak English. Uh-huh. Uh Dan, does he speak English? I know you got those CDs. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that guy would not be able to place your accent in time. No. I don't have an accent. No, not at all. Uh, no speech pattern, impediment. I'm done talking to you guys. Seriously. I swear. Every time I call into the show, you guys don't know what I'm saying. I Can you, can have, you say something I, for me? What... Can you repeat suffering succotash? Can you say that for me? I will not say suffering succotash. I don't. I refuse to. It's fucked up. It's really messed up, and I don't know why you guys don't like me. Is it because I used to be the coach of the Wangers? The who? The New York Wangers. I was going to give you a Wyma liner too. Now I'm not. I'm going to flush them right down the toilet. All right, Gerard. That's it. Go away. Go away. Okay. I talk to you guys later. I hope you could become a Devils coach because I will just get endless entertainment yeah. listening to you. Talk. I would, I would love. I put my hat in the wing. I said, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll do the it. Wing. I, I coach them. I'll coach them. I do it." I and they could change the name to the new Winners. Yeah. The Winners. <laughs> okay, I'm out. Well, that's that'd be great. All right, see you, Gerard. Gerard. Gerard should definitely get a job somewhere, though. 
I don't know if he's going to be breeding. Do you guys see PK anymore? On the, yeah, did they take him off the ESPN? Yeah, no, he was on. He was on. I can't watch any of those fucking guys. Let me tell you. First of all, there's, you know how much I hate things like the horn blowing during the games. And then Carolina's got that fucking siren. And then before each game, the guys had a siren in the studio. Did you see this? And, like, yeah. they were trying to – so, like, Henrik Lundqvist is fucking turning the thing and said – and they all just act like complete assholes. I fucking can't stomach any of them. I don't know why they don't have anybody entertaining on these pre- and post-game shows. It really is bad. I feel like somebody – that's what somebody could critique us for. It's like the same exact critique. But, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, but you're talking about our show or our pre- and post-game show? You're talking about our, yeah, our podcast in general. You definitely have that right to Dude, say. I but. love the pre and post game for the Devils. Now that I've seen right. more of the ESPN, like it's and there are guys. Our, so, our guys are so much better. They really are. You know, and, and yeah, you're going to have a soft spot for your guys. Like Ranger fans love Sam Rosen. Like it's it's fucking mind boggling oh to me. I don't know you how love anyone somebody can with listen that, to that much guy. spit just constantly right. spraying. And here's. Here's the other thing, too. Like, if Sam Rosen was our play-by-play guy, we would bust his fucking balls every chance we could, like we did with Steve Cantalosi. Oh, yeah. But no, oh, my Ranger fans can't say anything bad about Sam Rosen. No, he's the best, dude. He's the best. No, he's the fucking worst. And like you said, he just sounds like he has to get this giant knot of phlegm out from the middle of his throat. I can't take it. I can't no. take it. Well, guys, this is kind of a slow week. So we have a lot of stuff for next show. Um, yeah, I'm news. excited. You know, we're, I'm I'm really excited to see which way the Devils go. There's so many moves that are be coming up. It's going to be interesting to follow, and you know, we'll follow the playoffs too. It's going to be a fun off season. I, I, this team is should be so much better next year. I mean, just with a yep. few tweaks, they really should be. And then the idea of having Nemec and Hughes on that blue line next year, that's going to be Connor Hallebuck in goal. Come on, man. This is going to be great. We're going to win the cup. You know, we can actually go into next year with, like, Stanley Cup, uh, you know, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What? Odds, predictions, when 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 all the next... Yeah, like, we're contenders. We can literally say we are Stanley Cup contenders. We should be in the conversation. Of course, you know, I don't want to see a recurring role like we did in the playoffs, that's for sure. Like, okay, you got your young first playoff experience out of the way. Now you go and play like the fucking Devils next time out. So is there anything else that you boys would like to discuss? I mean, I think that does it. Who's got the devil you know next? Happy birthday, Jack Hughes, by the way, right? 22. Uh, is that me? No. Bobby, me? No. Who did it last? I haven't done one of Tony. He, Tony, he, Tony did, did a, an oh, awful God. mess Jesus of a devil, you know. He ruined it. Do you remember, he ruined it. You remember there was an actual time, do you remember it. on this show, that we actually said, because he was getting them right so quickly, that we yes. said we might have to make him permanent glue, clue giver? Can you imagine what a fucking debacle that would have been? Really? Who's outside? You know. Fucking motorcycles. Well, I, I think yeah, it's me, but it could be Bobby. What do you think, Bobby? Is it you or is it I think me? It's, I haven't done it in a while. That's all I know. It is Bobby. Okay, then it's Bobby. Yeah. All right, well, that's it exciting. Goes me, it goes me, this. Tony, Bobby, Dan. Okay, very good. So, all right. Bobby, uh, Thursday. So, yeah. You got the you devil know. you know. Tony. Exciting. You have your bit, right? You got your news. I hope so, yes. All right. Yeah. And me I'm and so Dan are just going to hang out. 
I am so excited for yeah. Thursday's show. Someday, uh, maybe I'll actually get off mass and do something. Um, these guys are doing great stuff. Fantastic. Dan, you're an integral part of this show. Mm, yeah. Cannot do you it You know why? You. Do not Because I play that closing song, you. which we're going to do. do right about now. See you when we see you. Fuckers out. Oh, and also maybe like us and subscribe and download or Don't whatever you have that. to do. On, on all your podcast stations, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, we're everywhere. Yep, find us. We're like, like herpes. Great. It's over, Johnny. It's over. <laughs> <laughs>